0: and welcome to The Glad to Podcast. I am Lauren Romo. And again, another week, a uh, week gone by. Andrea is not with us again, but that's okay. She's coming back uh, next week. I have talked to her and her uh, diplomatic mission is completing, wrapping up, so she'll be back better than ever next week. So this week I get to again be joined by a good friend of mine from twitter and another podcaster and you all know him because he's a huge jedi order stan but also a good friend of mine i have from the nerd academy podcast i have connor connor what's going on buddy
1: not much lauren what's (laughs) up with you you know (laughs) star wars is just we have we have a pretty good amount of star wars this week
0: we got Star Wars, pal. We got a lot of good Star Wars to talk about because a lot of things happened and we are going to break it down this week. But yeah, I thanks for jumping on. I'm really excited to talk some uh, Bad Batch with you this last episode. And we're going to talk some Jedi Fallen Order. And it just so happened, which we'll get to in the episode recap, that there was a big, big, I say big, Jedi Fallen Order connection, which was amazing. So, uh, but if this is your first time listening to us, welcome. We are a Star Wars podcast to discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. And we talk about it. So, Connor, Bad Batch, Episode 7, Battle Scars... Whoa! there was a doozy. This was yeah. a doozy, my friend. So uh, let's just jump into it. Overall thoughts on the episode. What did you think, pal? What was going through your mind?
1: Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Um, seeing Seeing Rex at the beginning was really cool. And I'm just glad that we were able to get past that portion of the discourse. It's like, okay, we find out next week, like, oh, this is the person that they were talking to. Seeing Rex was cool, I was surprised that Echo and Rex didn't really have much of a conversation.
0: Mm, especially right. a lot with of Fives. people are saying that, right. Right, I was, right?
1: I was surprised with that. And then just with how quickly everyone else's chips taken out, especially after with Wrecker, especially like we'll get into it, but especially after with Wrecker and just all all the things that we saw with him. Honestly, it was just, yeah. It was really cool seeing Bracca too, especially during the day, because like we've only ever seen it at night. And we've only, that's like all, honestly, all we could ever really picture was it at night. And so this is just one thing I really like about Star Wars a lot that sort of cross media storytelling, where like things from a book or a comic will pop up in a show or a movie. And it's like people who aren't into, The extended stuff as much. They're like, oh wait, that planet looks familiar from that game. And like maybe it inspires them to uh check out that story Mm -hmm, and go deeper with Star Wars. So
0: yeah, a lot of connections. And I love that when Star Wars does that, Star Wars does it very well. It's subtle, but then if you are a fan of you know, the greater content that they create and everything. You pick it up and you pick it up pretty quick. Now, I will have to say, as much as of, uh, and you and I have talked about this off air about Jedi Fallen Order, huge fan just like you. It took me a minute to realize that Baraka was that planet because I was like, okay, I know that name. The name sounds familiar. I haven't played the game in a minute. And I was like, God, where? I'm like, I know that, I know that, I know that name, I know that planet, why am I not connecting it? And then it took me to go to Twitter, and then I saw you, I'm like, oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> Did I fall in order? I knew it, I knew it. I'm like, it took me a minute to realize where we were at, and it was, I mean, I'll, I'll get your thoughts on this too. The animation so far, but specifically this episode, man, it was, it was top-notch. Top-notch stuff, right? I mean, it was gorgeous. I mean, what did you think? Obviously, we're on Baraka. Very, you know, obviously from the video game is really what we know from it. I feel like, and I'll get your thoughts, man, I feel like they did a really good job incorporating what we know in the game to what we see in the animation now. I think they did it really, really well. What about you?
1: Yeah, I I agree. I think how Star Wars does, like, they... I'm trying to think of the correct term for it, but like... We have that foundation, that familiar foundation of Braca, but like we see sort of a new side of it per se, in this case, like a new time of day. And it's just interesting because again, it's another thing that Star Wars does well. M- for the most part, I think they they show us a familiar location in Braca or Dathomir or ha- what have you, but then they tell a new story with it or like. You know, it they showcase a new portion of that planet. And so that's just it was really cool seeing it. It was pro I I assume it's a new portion of the planet that we've saw in this in Bad Batch than what we saw in Fallen Order and maybe even in Resistance Reborn. Um and I'm just it's really cool that uh now instead of Braca being the planet only from Fallen Order, it's now the planet mainly from Fallen Order. Because so there's probably people that like they haven't played the game, but they watch Bad Batch and they're like, oh, wait, that planet sounds familiar. Or if they don't even know a lick about the game and they, you know, see it, they see like a screenshot, they're like, oh, wait, that's that planet from Bad Batch. And just again, the cross media storytelling. It's just great when Star Wars does that and they connect everything very organically, but they allow it still to grow and thrive.
0: Yeah, 100% because they do it, like I said, they and just like you're saying, they do it so well to where it's seamless, but it feels like, oh, okay, it makes sense for us to be at this planet, right? Because obviously we know Rex, you know, so like we said earlier, Rex was there. We know Rex was the guy that the Martez sisters were talking to, which – Again, like you said, I'm glad we kind of put that out of the way and got it all out of the way because there was and and I did like a lot of people saying it could be Baylor Ghana, it could it could be Ahsoka. I mean, you know, a lot of people were theorizing. Hey, it could be Maul. It could be fight. Vi- uh, um, Dryden Voss because of the Martes sisters and what we knew before we see them in this uh in last week's episode. So it made sense, right? But I'm so yeah. glad that. You know, it was Rex because it fits the storyline of what we know happened this episode. You know, I mean, the the mission up to this point and I'll I'll kind of get your thoughts too. like this was like a big point of the story of us trying to figure out, all right, how are they going to get the chips out? When are they going to get their chips out? We know that Crosshair is still, you know, in in the background somewhere and we know that they want to get him back. So it's like, all right, when is this going to happen? And it's, I like how they were just, you know, Lucasfilm and all the storytelling was like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it early. We're going to do it early in the episode and we're going to uh, get it going, you know? So I love that that was what they did. They just, they, they did the thing, right? They showed us, this is how, this is what's going to happen. And this is how it's going to go down. So I loved all of that. So kind of your thoughts on, you know, did you expect Rex? Was that kind of your first thoughts from last week? So, I mean, what was kind of... Did you think it could have been somebody else? Or did you think it was Rex the entire time, too?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, I, my first thought was actually Bail Organa. And then I remember talking with some friends, and they said, ooh, what about Ahsoka? What about Rex? And I'm like, ooh, Rex, and, Rex would make just as much sense as bail Organa to me um so I didn't I had I was kind of like I wasn't dead set on one person being it and being like oh you know I'm so mad it wasn't X person instead of y so like I just kind of went with the flow of it so whoever it was gonna be whoever it was gonna be so I'm ha- I'm glad it was Rex.
0: And it made sense to me that like Rex would be the guy because, again, just the storytelling, right? Like at this point, you know, Wrecker for a couple weeks now has been like, you know, the headaches and everything like that. So we knew it was coming to a coming to a point where they had to do something and they had to do something quick. So I liked how what they did is, you know, they they used Rex as that point of reference, which which makes sense because obviously he went through it. So, and I, to use, to, to go to a planet that, you know, obviously like we were saying, it's familiar from the video game, but to go to a planet and then for Rex to say, this is where we need to go. Cause this is what, you know, how they got it out of me was kind of cool too. Again, connecting kind of uh, clone wars at the end of season seven to what we know now. Yeah. So it was just, it's just great. I think we're getting good storytelling like I like I like the slow burn. I don't know about you, but I like the slow kind of story building up. Because now, for me, now that we know that the the chips are out of play, you know, and we'll talk about wrecker in a little bit, but we know the chips are all, are all out of play now. And now it's down to I for me, I feel like the story is down to okay, it's the the bad batch has to still kind of figure out how where they fit in this galaxy. You know, I think that's a big thing. Cause even Wrecker, you know, mentioned it to Rex, like the, he has to figure things out for his team and what's best for his group. You know, so I feel that's that's a big theme, I think, throughout this season. And then also, again, now I I I feel like we're gonna really jump into the whole who kind of who's Omega, why is she important to the Kaminoans, and the Camino versus Empire storylines. I think for me, I feel like those are really going to kick in next week. I think those are really are going to be like the the back half of the of the of the season, because that for me, I don't know about you, you know that that storyline of Camino versus the Empire was super interesting to me in that first episode and two. Like it was super interesting. So I mean, how do you feel like this is where we're going to go now, or kind of where do you think? The rest of the season is gonna go because I think a lot of, I mean, even me at some point was like, okay, the the, the long story is them getting the chips out, right? But it yeah. turns out that's not the case. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's not the case not now. The
1: case. Yeah, and so it's we're very kinda, surprising.
0: Yeah, so w- where are you at now, kind of storytelling wise? Like, where do you think we're gonna go? Uh, I'm pretty much the same
1: wavelength as you, uh, you know, Camino. I think Camino versus Empire is gonna be like the end game of this season. You know, finding out who Omega is, what she's all about. I think that's also gonna be true. I think uh maybe more of finding out the purpose of what the Bad Batch are gonna do. So like, are they still are they gonna continue with Sid for the rest of their lives? Or are they gonna like do something else? Um there's there's more too. I, I was chatting with a few friends and they mentioned a few storylines that they're like, how can they resolve this in nine episodes? I can't remember what other storylines it was. Oh, Crosshair. Like,
0: Oh, yeah. We haven't with, seen him. Right.
1: Everything right. with Crosshair. Like, we haven't seen him since Replacements, which is like, what was that third episode? Yeah. It's been a while. So, like, what are they going to do with him? What do they have? I just, I'm interested to see what they do with him. Um, you know, and then, you know, what happens with Rex now? Are we going to see him again? Are we going to, is Echo going to have a talk with him about fives? You know, there's just a lot of storylines and I'm confident they'll wrap them all up. But I was just, again, Bad Batch is a sl- was a slower burn than I expected. But like now we're starting it now. I think it's starting to heat up a bit. Um, so I'm excited for that. I think that's all I have. Yeah. Just general overall thoughts on the rest of the season. I'm excited to see where it goes. I'm really... Yeah. So I want to I get your thoughts on this theory, mm-hmm. especially because the chips are out now. There was this theory going around by friends of mine and just, I think, by other people in the Star Wars community that, like, the Bad Batch are going to become Scar Squadron from the comics. And so... I think with their chips being out, it kind of – it could disprove that theory. But what are your thoughts on it? Because I'll put – I'll give mine a bit later. But, like, what are your thoughts on, like, the Bad Batch maybe becoming Scar Squadron in the comics?
0: I mean, it's possible, right? I mean, that would be something that they could do. I mean, they could if they wanted to. It's there. Like you said, with the removal of the chips, though, I – I I kind of I kind of take it out of play, but I I kind of go I kind of go half and half. Like I, they could still do something with that, but again, I think the big thing is the chips. If the chips are removed, I feel like that kind of takes them out of that picture. But they could make them into something more than just I think Clone Force ninety nine now though, right? Like they could really. Turn them into like a once we get crosshair because my like my thoughts and and I'll get yours too. Like I feel like crosshair, they'll get him and he'll come back home. I, I just I feel I hope that so. I, I really feel that hope right so. right. But we don't know, and that's kind of the beauty of the story because now we really don't know what they're gonna do. Because again, I think a big, big thought throughout the community was that you know once they remove their chips. Now crosshair is going to, you know, they'll get crosshair. They know how to do it, but I don't know if that's really in, in play now though, because obviously at the end of this episode, we know the empire is now in play for the bad batch because up to this point, the empire, they, I don't think they really cared per se about the bad batch because they had other, they got other stuff going on, right? I mean, they're, they're, you know, they just took over the galaxy. They're yep. trying to kind of get and restore some type of order, their order of how they want to do things. So like this crew of four, you know, four clones and a kid, maybe they really don't care right now, but now now that they are being aware of where they're at, a Baraka and they probably know what's there, like they could now I think the empire is like, "Okay, now we got to take these guys seriously." And now I think this is where they'll send crosshair and maybe that'll lead squadrons and maybe we'll get more of that now. But yeah. but to to go back to your original question though, but yeah, I, could they be scar? They could, they could. It'd be interesting if they kind of made that transition from animation to comic and kind of infused the two. That'd be cool, especially for like fans like us. That'd be really cool. That's a very big connectivity thing to do within the Star Wars universe. But as we know. Dave Filoni sometimes doesn't care about the comics and or novels, which is fine, which is totally fine. That's like his, you know, that's his prerogative. That's his storytelling.
1: He was taught by the guy who said continuity is for wimps. So like.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So like, right. At this point, who cares? Right. I mean,
1: I I do. It's kind of a. uh, Oh, right.
0: Right. 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 Like, I mean, we do. We want the connectivity as fans and everything, but. In his eyes, and you know, obviously, like you said, George Lucas's eyes, and maybe even John Favreau, like they really don't like. Oh yeah, that's a cool book. Like that's a cool book. It's not going to dictate how I tell my story, though. Yeah. Like you know what I'm saying? That's not going to shape what they do, should it? I mean, that's that's a that's a totally different conversation that we could you know definitely <laughs> definitely go down. But you know, I I think it's it'd be cool if they did that, but I just don't. I don't see it happening, but what are your thoughts though? Do you think that's what, that's what they're going to become maybe down the road? Is that scar squadron?
1: So I hope, okay. So I hope not. I kind of hope it's mo- less they're directly S- scar squadron and it's more, they're a template where like Tarkin. Ooh, okay. okay. Yeah. Like, uh, like the bad batch, they just do their thing and Tarkin's like, Oh, I like these guys let's make one of our own and they're like the temp they're like the foundation for that so that's what i'm hoping for i think jared pointed it out on nights when we were talking about bad batch and i was like okay you know what i really like that a lot better than than just bad batch becoming scar squadron so yeah i hope that's the case because like i don't want anything bad to happen to any of them but like Something bad's going to happen. I just know
0: it. <laughs> it's Dave Filoni. He's going to pull our heartstrings. He's going to do something. He'll he'll do something for sure. But they could really... I, I like that idea, though, of them using them as a template and then maybe Tarkin's like, hey, Camino, can you do something? Like, can you do something like that for us in the new Empire? I mean, that could be a way that they, again, do the whole Scar Squadron and all that stuff. So it's possible that we may like, like we're saying, maybe we see the formation of it. Maybe we see that um, in this series, possibly. Who knows? Who knows? And, that, and that's the beauty of this, though. Like, I love, like, this show specifically really gives you a bunch of different avenues now, especially that now the chips are removed and are out of play now for, for that crew. Like we're saying, for that crew. So let's get into kind of Wrecker specifically because this was obviously a big Wrecker, Wrecker and Omega, really, episode for me. Like, oh, my God, the emotional heartstrings with these two. Oh, God, yeah. So for me, I'll get your thoughts. You know, did you see that coming with Wrecker as far as them really showing him going full kind of Order 66 chip? Or did you expect them to get it out before he went to that point? Because – I didn't think they were going to go down that road. I thought it might be like a close call and they get it out right before, but who they, they didn't hold punch on that one, which was a really, it was a, it was cool to see in a way to really show us the viewers that like, okay, it's serious. Like these chips and these guys specifically, because we know crosshair is dangerous. I mean, wrecker would be as dangerous or even more dangerous than crosshair if they didn't remove that chip. So what was your thoughts on the whole kind of sequence? I,
1: I don't know what I did. I don't know what I expected. Really. I, uh, when he was having trouble with the when he was like rubbing his head and everything, I'm like, no, no, please, please don't happen. Please don't do this right now. Please don't do this right now. And then like, uh, when he grabbed tech's throat, I was like, Oh, oh, Yeah oh my goodness so yeah I don't I didn't really I just kind of went with the flow of the story and then like when Wrecker starts freaking out I'm like oh god crap here we go
0: yep it was on <laughs> uh, pain. Straight then, like, pain straight pain
1: straight pain him with just him with the the moments between him and Omega when he was under the influence of Order 66 were just like stop, <laughs> stop, Jennifer Corbin. Why did you write this?
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> it was emotional stuff, man. And then even before that, like them, you know, before they go to Baraka, you know, that their tradition of eating the uh, Montel mixer, however it's pronounced, you know, that was, it was so adorable to see them like that's how close they are now. You know, they are a very brother-sister connection, you know, very different than I think obviously her relationship with Hunter. Hunter is more of like a, a father-daughter. Wrecker is way more like brother-sister because he is such that kind of lovable kid of the group, you know, and, the, and, and that fits her personality so well. And I love that the, the how those two kind of just feed each other with those kind of uh, with those energy, you know, that type of energy, that childlike energy. But yeah, man, I, I tell you when I, when he flipped that. And like you said, when he grabbed tech, I was like, dude, they're in trouble. Like I thought at a point, Connor, that I was like, are they even going to get out of this without him not having the chip in his head? Because who was going to stop him? You know, he was so strong. Like who, how are they going to stop him? And then, you know, my thoughts were like, Oh man, now he's going to like, it's going to be Crosshair and Wrecker against the rest of them. I was like, oh, God, what are we doing here? Like, this is, it's crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> This nuts, is crazy.
1: <laughs> they got it out of him, and I'm so happy. I wish they showed the process for the rest of them, because, like, this feels, that felt like such a big plot point with the chips. And so, like, for them to just kind of gloss it over, I was like, eh, fine, but, like, I wish they showed us.
0: The rest, right. I get it. But that for me, that tells me then, too, Connor, and I don't know about you, like, there's, there's, so this was, like, a very small storyline to what they're, I think they're going to give us the rest of the season. So, like, I can't, this is a like, good point, you know, like, I can't, I don't know, you know, heading into this season and kind of how they were going about, like, we've been talking about, like, the chips were huge and now that's out of play. It's like, man, where where are we going with this now? So and again, showing Wrecker and showing his strength and being under that order sixty six kind of influence. Whew, man, that was that was some dangerous stuff. And, you know, I loved how in the beginning too, when you talked about like him like when they were at SIDS and he was like telling Tech he needs a med because of his headaches. Rex knew right away, man. I loved how oh, Rex yeah. was like nope, you guys, nope, 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 nope. He straight went
1: for his gun, and I'm like, oh, boy.
0: Yes, he was not fooling around. And then I loved how he even mentioned, you know, you're dangerous to everyone else, but you're dangerous to this kid. You're dangerous to have those chips in with her around. So I loved that moment, Uh, you know, and then, you know, again, Wrecker being afraid of heights was so, that was, (laughs) he's such a kid, and I love it so much. (laughs) But then we we get a you know the a small callback to a new hope with the trash, the trash compactor creature that we see now that we that we see we see that now on i think maybe a larger scale like maybe that's like a full grown one who knows but that was kind of again a fun callback to uh, a new hope and again I, the little things they do with that those type of callbacks, I've been loving. You know, I, I love when they when they kind of throw those little Easter eggs into us. It's gr- it's good stuff. I mean, even that the the, the mix stuff that they were eating. That's Galaxy's Edge. You can literally get that at Galaxy's oh. Edge. Did you know that? Yeah, that popcorn. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you can literally that is if you go to Galaxy's Edge, they sell that. Like that's a that's like amazing marketing.
1: <laughs> I wonder <laughs> like, what that. I wonder how that tastes.
0: Yeah, uh, somebody, ha- uh, somebody had that. Um, I, I think it was Mag- Maggie from uh, the oh, yeah. Outer Rim She, she, that. she, she literally ate them yeah, on, yeah,
1: yeah. on Force Connect, like, on the live stream. I think yeah. if you go back <laughs> and watch it, she, like, has them and, like, use them, like, live on air.
0: So, the, yeah, so you can get them at Galaxy's Edge. And, that, again, that's so cool that, again, it's a very small, subtle thing, right? But now, like, if you go to Galaxy's Edge – and you see that, you're like, oh, man, that was in Bad Batch. Like, people will connect the popcorn to that show. It's just like, God, that's so smart, Lucasfilm. Like, well done. It is. <laughs> well done, marketing team. Well done. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, overall, though, I'll kind of get your, uh, you know, uh, kind of final thoughts. And then we'll, we'll jump into Jedi in Order because there was a, like, we talked about a huge connection to that. Kind of your overall thoughts on this episode. Was this one of your favorites or was this one that like, okay, this is this is the point where we're going to start kicking it into like the the high gears now as far as storytelling. Because now that they all have their chips removed, I mean, it's open. It's open season now to where we could go with this story, you know? So what's kind of your thoughts, pal? I
1: th- I thought it was a pretty solid episode. Uh, good setup to like wherever we're going to go next i don't know um but yeah i i would say in terms of my favorite episodes it would probably it'd probably be in my top four i mean granted we've only had seven mm-hmm. episodes so saying top four episodes isn't really much but like there <laughs> it's up there i'd say
0: yeah it for me it's it's up there too i just because of the lore building and because of like the little callbacks of, you know, the, the creature from a new hope Jedi fallen order galaxy's edge merch that you can actually get like it's re- Rex. I mean, right. We, I, I, I'm so happy that Rex is back and I feel like we won't, we, this isn't the last time we will see him. I really think we'll see him later on this season. And I think it's going to come when, you know, maybe they're in the midst with with crosshair and he's, you know, he's really on their tail. Maybe that's when, uh, they call him or obviously, you know, like Hunter said, if you need us, you know how to get us. So maybe he gets in to some type of trouble and they got to come save him. That makes, to me, that makes a lot of sense too. And maybe at that point, maybe that's when we see Wolf and Gregor, who knows, maybe we'll see that, uh, kind that little storyline kind of get into this. And then maybe that's, how we know those three get together and then they go off to that planet and obviously hide for a while, as far as we know, as far as what can is right now. So yeah, I, great episode for me. I love the, the, the lore building of it. Really, really good stuff. You know, I'm excited to see where we go. Just like you said, like where, I mean, I think the bigger storyline will be now the, the, who is Omega? Why is she important to the, uh, to the, um, uh, kaminoans because we know in my personal opinion i think it's the kaminoans that have sent fennec shan because she's still in play now so like that's
1: true oh i forgot it, about fennec
0: yeah so i mean she's still in play so they still have to deal with her still have to deal with crosshair still and now now the empire's on their back so there's a lot of things that they don't have to, i mean honestly unless they're going more seasons which i'd be okay with there is some storylines that they have to tie up and maybe they don't though. Maybe they leave it open a little bit to maybe that turns into a different animated show that, you know, who knows? We'll see where it goes. But yeah, I feel like, I feel like the Kaminoans were the ones that sent Fennec to get Omega. And now that the empire is involved now that storyline, I think, I feel like it's going to kick up another notch now because then I feel like the empire will figure out, okay, The Kaminoans know about these people, but they're only going after Omega. Why are they only going after Omega? Like, I feel like stuff's going to happen. That's just my personal opinion. You know, so I think big things are, I really think big things are going to come down the pipe. Especially when you see the tweets from, you know, the creators, the Kinder Brothers. I mean, they're just like teasing us. (laughs) Dude, the Kinder Brothers, like, they (laughs) hype us up every week. And they do a great job at it. (laughs) Like like, they know what to say. uh,
1: I started crying when I was scoring the last episode. I'm like, stop.
0: (laughs) Like, yeah, they're, they are teasing the heck out of it, which I love because and the music has been great in this, in this show and the animation. I mean, Jesus, especially this episode for me, I really felt the animation was spectacular. Like really, 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 really good. Agreed. Yeah. All right. So let's jump. So obviously a, big part of where we were this episode was Baraka and obviously being a huge should I fall order fan, especially you, you know, that was a huge, huge thing. I think for them to pull from, you know, uh, from the video game, because, you know, they, it, and correct me if I'm wrong, Connor, because you probably know a lot more than I would, but like Lucasfilm didn't really design Baraka was it more of like the 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 creators of the video game, and then they kind of took that from there. I mean, kind of what what do you, what do you think, or is that I how that went? I have no idea. Much.
1: I think it's. I think it was probably like fifty fifty. I would guess like respawn created yeah. it and like, chatted with Lucasfilm, they had it, it get approval yeah. and everything.
0: Right. So I I really. What I really love, though, is that they did—they really kept the look of it really, really great. And like you, like you said before, seeing it during the day instead of obviously during the video game, we see it at night. It's raining and all that. It looks really, really cool. Like it just looks amazing. So, and then I think they had the um, the was It was not the mining guild, scrapper um, guild, scrapper guild. And, like, their ship, like, their little platform thing that they were flying on, we see that in the video game. So it was just the small touches that they did, I think, when we were on that planet was very, 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 very cool. So on a scale of, like, 1 to 10, man, how hyped were you when Baraka showed up on screen and you realized that's where we were going? I'd probably say, like, a 7 or 8. I wasn't super hyped. I
1: was like, oh, neat, Baraka. And it's funny too, because when, because I remember when they showed the whole planet, I think that was a shot in the trailer. I never oh, I would think have you're thought right. it was Bracca. I Broca. think you're right, yeah. I thought it yeah. was just a different planet, because it's just how different it looked. I was like, oh, that's probably like some new planet and not Braca. And like, turns out it was. I'm like, wow. Lucasfilm bamboozled us really good.
0: <laughs> yeah, they sure did. <laughs> but it it was so cool that they did that that they brought that to the animation now like so now it's a bigger like you like you've been kind of talking about it's a bigger thing now right like people who don't know about the video game now they can look up you know like oh what what's baraka and they'll get a bunch of Jedi Fallen Order info with it so hopefully that brings a lot of new players to that game which would be amazing like, because it is an amazing game, I think. And I'll, I'll kind of get, obviously, I've played it maybe three times through now. Maybe three times through. And i I'll actually literally start to start to play another playthrough uh, in a little bit. But for you, what, I mean, how many times have you played through it? And what, like, what is kind of like your, like, what is it about this video game? Because I, I think... I think it's one of the most gorgeous games I've, I've played in, in a long time. Like, it is spectacular. Some of those cutscenes are just absolutely gorgeous. The acting's great. So wh- what is it about Je- that Jedi Fallen Order kind of, you know, kind of syncs with you? Like, what is it that it just keeps bringing you back to, to play it?
1: So I'm currently on my 16th playthrough. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing like and i think the only reason for that is is because of 2020 and just being stuck at home with yeah, nothing else fair. to do so i'm like that's oh fair. i'll just play this star wars video game and like i'm not lying when i say it got me through 2020 it like really did and so i'm going through my current playthrough i'm going through a playthrough right now but i think more than anything, it's just the this, this story that was crafted for it is what keeps me coming back. Like, the gameplay's nice. Gameplay's really cool. Beating up on stormtroopers, exploring and everything, that's really cool, but the story that they created is just the thing that keeps keeps me coming back.
0: It re- Oh, God. It, and if you're not familiar with the story, you know, we follow a uh, Padawan named Cal Kestis, who survived Order 66, which there's a gut-wrenching scenes in that video game. When he when he's a little when he is the Padawan and his master, you know, when they're going through Order 66 on their um on their ship. Oh my god, that it kills, kills me, me every time, Connor. Does it not? Like it kills me every single time. It's so time.
1: effective because for me, I think it's probably my favorite Order 66 scene, bias aside for that story, because of all the foundational relationships that we've gotten with Jedi and clones, with Clone Wars and just other material. And then, like, even in the game itself, we get to see Cal's relationship with Jarot to Paul, like, built up. And this is, like, sort of this, that sequence, Order 66, is sort of the culmination of all of that and like the fact that you have cal interacting with the clone troopers and you know cal like talking with jared to paul and then just on a switch they turn on them it's it's not it's so personal because it's between master and apprentice and just it hurts it hurts so much (laughs)
0: it it really does because they do it like how they lead up to that sequence i mean you you play the you know you're you're more than halfway through i think right before we get to that point probably so you know throughout the throughout the game man you you do you you get those flashbacks of him you know remembering you know going through training with with his um jedi master and all that stuff and like you saying like even before order sixty six. You play as you play as little a young Kel and you see him talking to the clone clone troopers, giving him high fives, and then all Gosh. of a sudden, like you were saying, on the switch, boom! It's it, it everything changed. You know, his life changed for in in a huge way. Obviously, just like obviously in the beginning of of Bat Batch, K, uh, we see um Kane and Jairus, Caleb Dooms, you know, and what happened to his master, like. They'll that type of storytelling is so impactful and they did it so well in this video game where like I think a lot of people were shocked. I remember when I played it the first time I was like, oh, my God, we're going through this, aren't we? Like we yep. are going through freaking Order 66 yep. with this kid. Oh, oh it was so t- it was terrible. It was awful. But it was but it was done so well, though. Don't you think like it was Incredible. Done so well. Absolutely so incredible, well. and like yeah. the funny thing
1: is, I was listening to this podcast called Beyond the Screenplay, and I think in like January of 2020, they had one of the writers on, Megan Fausti, and the narrative lead of the game, Aaron Contreras, and I didn't know this. Apparently, the flashbacks were like a late addition to the Ooh, game.
0: Ooh, that's interesting.
1: And just. I would have never expected that because of just how well placed they are in the story. Like, I don't know. The way Fallen Order just placed their, did their flashbacks, like sort of spoiled me because I can't look at any other flashback scenes in games or movies and be like satisfied. So it's just, they're like, I think, uh, I can't remember what Aaron said specifically, but he was just like, yeah, this was sort of, I think it was more game design than narrative but like it was just they weren't really included until late I don't know how late but I was like shocked
0: That's interesting that is very interesting because man those those flashback scenes are some of the best stuff in that game honestly that's some of like the best stuff you see are the flashbacks with Kalkeskis. With Man, that, that's interesting. That's very, very, very interesting for sure. So here, okay, so here, obviously, again, huge Jedi Fallen Order fans. Kalkeskis, we know, obviously, during the Bad Batch, he's somewhere. We don't know specifically where. I don't, obviously, I don't think, I, I could be wrong, and maybe you know, I don't think he'd be on Baraka just yet.
1: I just think... Just yet. I think because... We're well after Order 66 at this point. He's probably there Mm. because I think he's been there for four, five years. Okay. Uh, So he's probably, I think he is on Braca. I just kind of hope we don't see him. But like he he is on Braca. I think at this point in the game, in the bad, in Bad Batch. So, you know, I think just another thing I forgot to point out is it's kind of interesting that the Scrapper Guild and the Empire At least from that one interaction of like the guy saying, notify the Empire, Mm -hmm. that they seem to have this like working relationship. Whereas in the game, they're kind of subservient to the Empire. So I kind of hope we get like a tiny bit of story on the Scrapper Guild's relationship to the Empire at this point in Bad Batch, because we're probably still going to be on Braca for an episode or two and just see like. How that relationship devolves, if at all. So
0: that's going to be interesting because I didn't even think about that. Like, because in the game, yeah, they weren't really buddy buddies with the empire (laughs) so much. So, I mean, for them to be like, yeah, call the empire, like, "Uh, okay, like you guys are with them. I wonder if it's like
1: maybe some parts of the scrapper guild are buddy buddy and Mm -hmm. other parts aren't. That's a good point. Maybe it could be that. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see that.
0: Yeah. Do you feel, and that's a good, I'm glad you kind of brought that up too. Do you think we'll stay on Baraka for maybe the beginning of next episode? I feel like, right. Cause we haven't left and now we know the empire's there. Do you think we were there at the beginning of the next episode? Or do you think we're already like off of that planet? Do you think we go back there? Because obviously we know with Crosshair, they got to remove the ship. I mean, yep. assuming that's, so, I mean, that's what's going to happen in the story. I hope that's what's
1: going to happen. I hope they're like, wait a minute. We can do this with crosshair. Right, I really right, hope right. that's how they're going to go.
0: So, I mean, it, it would make sense, right? What do you think? Do you think we go back there eventually? Or.
1: Ooh, okay. So I'm thinking the episode's going to start on Bracca. Mm-hmm. And I think with just the way that the stories have been going each episode, they're going to leave at like the very end of the episode, and then that's going to help set up the next episode. That's what I'm expecting because, like, they're going to be on Bracca, probably getting like have some talks, and then probably getting some like big firefight with the Empire.
0: Makes sense. Makes sense.
1: Leave, and then, and then, like, they get away from that, and then they leave the planet. I don't know. And then they're probably like, we should get crosshair or something. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope so. I really just hope they get Crosshair, man. Like I want him I want him redeemed.
0: Yeah, but like feel- at the
1: same time I would be interested to see if like even if he gets quote unquote redeemed if he's like, nah, I like the Empire.
0: That'd be interesting, right? That man because he Crosshair seems like the guy that is would be the would be the the bad batcher that would be like, you know what I kinda go with the Empire like you know he because he's he's a soldier he follows orders you know like that was just I feel like that's more in him than the rest of them but the only the one scene and I, and I said this uh, last week too that scene of him the last time we see him when he's in the bunk with all the elite soldiers man. He seems really like down and like, man, what am I doing? Like, I this feels wrong. This doesn't feel right. I, I'm not with my brothers. Like, what am I doing? Like, what what am, what's my purpose now? Like, I just feel like there's some there was something in him. And clearly they had to rechip him not once, but like twice. You know, they had to like intensify his chip. So like and a lot of people have been saying he that's very kind of like Winter Soldier ask, which I totally agree with. I yes. really feel that that's a really good comparison with Crosshair right now. Like, if they don't continually maybe intensify the chip, like, a, it will just kind of fade away because because of who they are, you know? So, uh, yeah, Crosshair is going to be interesting. I, I'm really interested to see what we do with him because we haven't seen him, like you said, in, like, four episodes now, maybe? Yeah, I think it's... Four or five episodes? Yes, we haven't seen... Right. Like, where is he? What is he doing? Like, we we have no idea what what, what he's up to. The last the last time we see him, he's with some elite soldiers that, you know, aren't clones. They're conscripted because that's what the Empire wants to do. You know, so I, I'm really – I'm excited to see where they go with it, like, just to see what that storyline goes.
1: Yeah, and I'm excited to see, like, just, again, more the Empire and them sort of trying to phase out the clone in process and the command. Kaminoans being like this is our way of life guys like you can't do this and like they sort of have a like arguments and everything before it probably I'm thinking most likely turns into a full-blown clones versus empire rebellion mm. on Camino.
0: that's a good point ooh I would like that I would love a rebellion of clones versus man that'd be cool <laughs> that'd be I really that that'd be a good one that'd be a good one man that'd be a really good one it would make sense to end
1: it to, for mm-hmm. that to be like the season finale, because I assume yeah. we're gonna go. Me, I, I feel like this will be like at most a three season show.
0: Mm. Like, I, I feel you. Yeah, yeah. I do feel like it's gonna be more than one because, just how what they're setting up, I think there's, there's more to, what what you know what's going on because I I don't think. The omega thing—I I don't know if we'll really get that resolved right away. Like maybe we'll get a small portion of it at the end, but there's still gonna be like a big, still like questions about her, right? So I don't know, man. We'll we'll see. It's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be really interesting. But I'm excited for for it and what they what they're gonna do with this show. It's gonna be awesome. Same. Yeah. All right. So before we wrap it up, my friend, we have some ask the gals. Questions from uh some good friends of ours. So the first one comes from Jeff, and he says this. What do you think the storyline will be for Jedi Fallen Order 2? It's a good question, Jeff. Connor, I will I will go to you first, my friend. JFO 2, man. We know we're getting it, right? <laughs> it's coming. It's what
1: all did... confirmed at this right, point. I really it's right, right. something that, like, <laughs> EA Play in july right uh yeah i actually don't know i mean my ideal storyline would be like uh they all survive but like cal decides like he can't continue on with them or something i don't know i'm hoping okay okay my ideal story for cal his end wise is he goes to the unknown regions and just chills with the zepho.
0: Ooh, I like
1: that. That I like that. That's what I hope happens cuz like I don't want another Jedi helps rebel cell storyline. Right. Because we've because seen it.
0: We've seen lot. it, right. Yeah. No, I agree.
1: Yeah, I, oh man. I, I don't know for the other ones though. It it's just it's so open ended. Yeah. With that ending that, like, I don't right. know what they're going to do.
0: Right. It was, I loved that ending of that video game was so good because it was, like, not what I expected, to be honest. Like, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Like, well, you know, what, what one playthrough, you know, a game, it won't be a sequel. But then how they ended it where, like, you know, Cal does his thing. I mean, spoilers, everyone hasn't played Jedi Fallen Order, doesn't know you know the they they find a um, holocron with a list of force sensitive kids that you know they could he could totally start and rebuild a jedi order but he decides no which i think was one of the greatest things that kel did was trust himself and like he has always been taught trust the force let the force deal with these you know let let the let the force Tell those kids what to do. You know, let them follow their own path. Don't make their paths, you know, determined by him. I loved it. I loved it. So, you know, that line of him saying, you know, wh- where do we go next? And then the end, the game ends it was so good because I was like, where are we going to go? Let's keep yeah. going. Like, <laughs> where are we going to go next, yeah, it's kids? Like, More adventures.
1: Oh. It's like the writers even knew, like, so where to now was just sort of a – meta thing to all of us it's like right right well now cuz like i expected like my predictions for this game were it's going to it was like going to be like less character driven than it was for some reason bd was going to have like a happy story but then illum just crushed all of us <laughs> <laughs> right 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 uh, and then i thought cat like cal was going to die I thought he was going to die. I did too, man. It. I did too. And like when Vader showed up, I was like, bro, I think my prediction is going to come true. My prediction was literally like, he's probably going to die by Vader's hand if Vader shows up. And when Vader showed up, I was like, gosh, darn it. I hate being, <laughs> like, I was like, I hate being right. And so like <laughs> when he chokes you and when he chokes Cal out and kills him, I'm like, that's it. That's the end. It's over. And when it said respawn, I was like,
0: what? <laughs> That oh man that yeah that oh god that whole ending of that game was so it was so good god it was so good so good but yeah I I don't know I I'm, I'm kind of with you like obviously I hope more adventures with that crew because I love the crew I really want more of I I think I'm pronouncing her name right is it Mirian the Night Sister I think it's Marin Marin I think. Marin yeah. okay she was. Probably one of my biggest surprises out of that game because of just I loved her character. I love the Night Sister, so I really hope, obviously, she's in this, and I really want more of. I hope we get to play
1: as her in the sequel. Yes.
0: Oh my god, I would love to play as um, Seer. Yes. That'd be oh my god. That'd be amazing. So yeah, I I, I would love to play as Greed. Oh my god. I would love it. Fly is, oh my God. Yeah. But have Grease in it and be yeah. able to play him. Be amazing. That'd be amazing. Like,
1: I, I, just, I really just like, I like Cal. I like playing as him, but like, I totally understand. Like, I want to play as more of the crew.
0: Right. Like, hey, right. make me even control BD1. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. There you go. So. There you go. Yeah. I think they, they have a lot of, again, they could go a lot of different directions in this, in that game too, man. I mean, what's their next adventure? You know, obviously what we thought was going to happen, like we said at the end of them, maybe going to, you know, gather all these four sensitive kids. That's not the case now. So it's like, okay, well now, right. Where to next? Like, where do we go? Like, what are we going to do? Like, I'm excited to see what, what they're going to do with that game because the acting in that, in that game too, was really top notch. Like they really got a great cast uh when they when they did that game you know and then i i really man i really wish trilla would have survived she was a great Same. character oh but i get it like i get like that her the story that was told like I, it makes sense but man i wish she would have survived because man that would have been that's the one really yeah, interesting one thing crew. i don't
1: agree with right? i wish she survived too
0: right right
1: <sighs> Dude, i really want it oh my god not like cause you're speaking on the act and I really wish Deborah Wilson got nominated for something. Cause like oh, she yeah. absolutely killed it yeah. as yeah. Seer Junda. Like yeah. I felt her pain and emotion so well.
0: <sighs> She's, she did a like honestly, job.
1: Actually, this isn't really a hot take. If the main folk, like if we played as Seer instead of Cal, I, oh God, that would have been so cool. Yeah, that would have been, so, been I think really been interesting. Much better. I love Cal's story, but like Seer, just, oh God. Her acting was so good. It was really good. I can't get over it.
0: Yeah, it was really good. So, especially hopefully- the
1: scene where like Cal, like, get, gets back to the manis, He's distraught because he just, you know, his saber's broken this dark version of the fall, like basically manifested all his greatest fears and just Deborah Wilson's just absolutely killing it in that role in that scene. I just, Oh God. So yeah. good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They, and I can only imagine like animation wise, like it was good. I got, I, I can't wait to see what they do now. And I think like, even within that small time frame, like technology, has improved, you know. Like I'm a big Last of Us fan, so like what they did, especially like Last of Us Part Two, like cinematically was oh man, gorgeous. gorgeous. So like if they could do just even a small bit of that in that game in part in Jedi Fallout in Order Two, I'm in. Like I'm in just for visual effects alone. And the first game was great. Like that opening stuff on Baraka was amazing. Uh amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Yeah. I can't wait, dude. I'm I'm with you, dude. I can't wait for this game. Like, should I for or like when are we getting it? <laughs> Lucasfilm. Yeah. When are we getting this game? Because we need it and we need it right now. For sure. For sure. All right. Our last question comes from our good friend Alberto from the Radio Rebellion podcast. And he says, if you had to spend one full day with one member of the Bad Batch, including Crosshair and Omega. Who would you pick and what are you doing that day? Oh, Ooh, That's a good question. I think I would pick. I think I'd go Wrecker. I really do because he's a kid and I have a very I'm like a big kid, too. So like I would <laughs> for that day just go hang out, eat some mix, you know, maybe play some, you know, whatever games that are in Star Wars, you know, like arcade games or something <laughs> and just kind of low key it. And then, obviously, I would assume Omega would hang out with us because she and Wrecker are, like, besties, you know, like, brother, sister. So, like, it would be kind of a two-for-one for me. Like, if you get yeah. Wrecker, you're kind of getting Omega with you. So, like, I would do that and just hang out with them, eating uh popcorn, putting it on Sid's tab, and just having a, a fun day, uh, a fun day out of just kind of being uh big kids. <laughs> that, yeah. That's my Connor, what about you, buddy? Who are you choosing and what are you going to do? Uh,
1: probably either Wrecker for the same reasons as you, just kind of just doing whatever, or Hunter just to like Ooh. talk with him.
0: Ooh, okay. You know,
1: pick his brain. I don't know. Those would be, those would probably be my two just Hunter for the fun part of it. And no, Wrecker for the fun part of it, and Hunter for the more like philosophical part of it.
0: So. Yeah, he he'd be an interesting chat, right? Like, yeah, just like what he knows and like, kind of how he sees the galaxy. It would that'd be an interesting conversation to have with him, even with Echo too, man. Echo, the OG of the group. That man, is, he's,
1: ooh, good point. He ooh. could
0: tell some stories, right? He would have some really good war stories to like to talk about. So <laughs> that'd be a good choice too, man. But yeah, Hunter is an interesting choice. I like that. That's a good choice, my friend. I'll, really add, good choice.
1: I'll add echo in the mix now. So yeah, Hunter go. echo or record.
0: Okay. No, I like that. It's good choices. Solid choices. My friend, solid, solid choices. So, uh, thanks for the questions, Jeff and Alberto. Appreciate it very, very much. So that's it. This is the episode kids. Thank you so much for listening. Connor. My dear friend, thank you so much for joining us. We had a perfect segue to <laughs> Bad yep. Bash to Jedi Fallen Order. We didn't plan it, but it was perfect. Yep. And I'm glad we got you on for, for that one. So, Thanks before, for having me on. Yeah. So before we leave, though, my friend, tell all the good people where they can find you on the socials, podcasting stuff, all the other things that you are doing in the Star Wars community.
1: So you can find me on Twitter at Def of Banana on Instagram, at Conmanjfo, uh, Facebook. I admin the Star Wars group, the Alliance of Star Wars Fanatics, which we're very positively minded. We're not about just like bashing Star Wars for the sake of bashing it. We're very like respectful and constructive and positive about Star Wars and Star Wars discussion. Um, you can find me writing articles. Very sparingly, I have some in the works at StarWarsEditorIG.com. Uh, you can find me on the Nerd Academy podcast, uh, specifically Knights in the Nerd Republic, our Star Wars-specific show. Um, and there you can find us on Spotify, our website. You can just Google Nerd Academy podcast and it'll come up. Uh, Apple Podcasts, pretty much wherever you listen to podcasts, you'll probably find us um i'm trying to think is there more yeah i think that's it yeah just check out nerd academy if you want like nerd academy podcast we're not just a star wars show we have like other nerdum stuff so if you want a healthy dose of nerd culture nerd academy is for you if you want to check us out uh and yeah that's it that's all i got
0: yeah, definitely go check out Nerd Academy, guys. They do some really fun stuff, like like Connor said, beyond Star Wars and everything like that. So again, Connor, thank you so much for coming on, my friend. Appreciate you coming on, having some uh, fun discussions on Star Wars and Jedi Fallen Order. So now, if you want to follow me, you can follow me on Twitter at Low Nose and on Instagram as well at Low Nose. And you can follow the Galactic Podcast at the Galactic Pod on Twitter. And you can find, obviously, this episode and more on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the big stuff. We are there. If not, just let us know. And we'll get on that platform that you use for your podcasting, uh, listening. And also a reminder to please go rate and review not only us, but the Nerd Academy as well. Uh, Wherever you guys can. It helps. It helps. It helps. It helps a lot. So please go do that as well. So, Connor, before we bounce on out of here, I always have my guest wrap up the show saying, may the force be with you. So why don't you give us a good old may the force be with you to wrap us up.
1: All right. To everyone listening, may the force be with you
0: always. <sighs> always. Always. <laughs>